On this episode of AV Social, we take a look back with Don Mead and Kelly Perkins about what has changed in marketing and communications in the AV industry in the last 15, 20 years, the rise of social media, and what they would change if they were given the chance. All that and more, next on AV Social. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. 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 Is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Social, episode 42, recorded Tuesday, January 8th, 2019. AV Embers. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry leading technology backed by world class support. This is AV Social, the monthly look at social media, marketing, and all things uh, communications as far as the AV community goes. My name is Tim Albright. I am not your host, although I am for this episode. Um, what I wanted to do is I, I wanted to kind of steal this from Kelly and Dawn. Uh, so first, I'll introduce uh, my, my lovely host of this actual program. First is Dawn Mead. You know her as AV Dawn. How are you, ma'am? Very good, thanks. Also with us is Ms. Kelly Perkins. She works for NSCA. How are you? I am wonderful and excited to be back at work. I've had the last like two weeks off, so. <laughs> it's always good to have time off, but it's also always good to get back in the office, so. Yes, right. Um, so what I want to do, I actually wanted to kind of start the year off with eh, a primer, um, I guess is the best way to put this, or a look back. And really, Don and Kelly have been doing um, marketing communications in the AV industry for, for a very long time. Um, and so I kind of wanted to get a running start for somebody who hasn't done it before, who's just now getting into it, but also kind of look back and to see, you know, what's changed in the last, you know, 15, 20 years uh, since you two uh, started doing it. Uh, so first, the, the first kind of question is, is Donna, we'll start with you on this. How did you get started doing AV specifically, but also, you know, what, how did you get into the, the marketing aspect of it? Well, you know, I was in college back in the long, long ago in the mid-90s and um, had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. I, I still sometimes wonder what I'm going to do when I grow up. <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't have a career path necessarily plotted out. I was a double major in probably the two most useless majors out there, English and dance, which is not exactly employable. Um, according to my father, especially, and, uh, you know, was looking for some sort of career path. Um, I was a huge, as a kid, big fan of Who's the Boss? You know, Angela Bauer worked at, owned an ad agency. Alyssa Milano. And Alyssa Milano, yes, you're, you're a Gen X guy, so Alyssa Milano. But uh, I, I loved that show. I loved the ad agency idea, and, and, and I thought that would be kind of a cool thing to get into. So after college, I did some freelance marketing and advertising part-time gigs. And when I landed in Maryland, I worked for an ad agency for about a year and really had like no skills or qualifications. I mainly got the job because it was the early to mid nineties and not every five-year-old could do an HTML website and I knew how to do HTML. So got into the advertising world that way and learned as much as I could. And about the time that job was getting a little squirrely, my then boyfriend said, hey, my AV integrator would like a website. If you quit this job, we'll get you a freelance job doing their website and we'll see what happens. And uh, so on a 
leap of faith due to my ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, um, I left the ad agency. I went to do a one-off freelance website for this AV integrator. And next thing you know, I was with them for probably a good 10 years in doing marketing and sales and learning as I went. <laughs> so very kind of self-taught. Well, and you also learned that the AV industry is a little bit like the mafia. Awesome. Well, it's <laughs> awesome, but it's also a little bit like the mafia. Like you cannot leave. Now that you're in it, you cannot leave. And I'm glad of that because it's awesome. It's I, I, well, no, no, seriously. The no, first no. thing I learned when I, when I started at that place was like, wait, this is a job? You get paid to play with microphones and speakers and projectors and all this cool stuff? Like they're going to pay me to play with it? I, I, could, I didn't know that was a thing, you know? And now I wish everybody knew that it was a thing because it's awesome. So, and, it's awesome. and it's like the mafia. Yeah. And, well, and, and Kelly's doing work on to make sure that everybody knows that with her, her work with Ignite with NSCA. Um, yes. We'll talk about that in a second. Kelly, uh, you started off, and, and correct me if I'm wrong with this, your, your first job in AV was, was with the manufacturer, though. Yep. Um, yep. So how did you get involved with, with, with AV and then in the marketing side? Um, well, I graduated with a degree in journalism, and I actually had some internship experiences uh, working for the CBS affiliate here uh, in Minneapolis and then for a radio station in Eau Claire, Wisconsin when I was in school. Um, but that was just kind of a precursor, I guess, because I worked um, as a marketing assistant first out of school just to get a marketing job because when I graduated from college, there were like no jobs anywhere and it took me forever just to get that. Um, and then I left there because I wanted to follow the amazing world of advertising because it sounded so cool and they had ping pong tables and all that stuff, right? Um, and so I left my marketing assistant job to go do that and lo and behold, they laid off the entire creative department not that long after hiring me. So um, I ended up going uh, back to bartending for a while um, and this was in the winter of 2007 so the job market was really bad. And there wasn't a whole lot out there. And I actually just answered a classified ad for Vadio. And I was kind of like, oh, cameras. I worked with the camera guys at WCCO and I need a job. <laughs> so that's, that's how, I got, how I got into the industry. And um, as you guys know, I have never looked back. <laughs> Again, you can't leave now. Um, it, it's interesting. Don and I are, 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 are you know, uh, of the same age generation, just Kelly slightly behind, behind us. Um, Don, you and I have kind of similar, not, not similar past, but, but, uh, her and I will, will reference who's the boss. Kelly will reference, you know, uh, Mad Men as far as when it comes to, to advertising. So Don, what is, what has changed since you've gotten into the industry uh, both for the better and, and also for, for not so good. Well, I tell you, one of the biggest things that I've seen change, and I was kind of lucky that it happened as I was starting out because I was able to kind of learn as I went and grow with it, is the whole rise of social media and the whole rise of kind of the, the ability to do DIY marketing for small companies in particular. Because I, until my current employer, who shall remain nameless, I always worked for small mom and pop or boutique size companies. And so 99% of the time, the budget was nothing or next to nothing. And the staff was me <laughs> to do all of these things. Yeah. Um, 
and and I mean, you know, getting on Twitter in what two thousand nine, two thousand eight, something like that, you know, and and discovering, hey, this is a way to reach out and connect with potential customers, potential partners, potential vendor uh, manufacturer vendor type relationships was incredible. And the trajectory of social media from the first the Facebooks and, you know, um, the first rise of LinkedIn and the, and the rise of, of Twitter and so on, Instagram, Snapchat, yada, yada. I think that has been a huge influence and a huge game changer. We didn't think about, you know, what my first ad agency here in Baltimore was like, let's look at day parts and let's call the TV station to buy some day parts for our customer and let's, you know, shoot on film or videotape an actual commercial and then take it to the, you know, it was all very analog, very manual. And now with, with online things, you can, you know, hop on a webcam, shoot a quick video, put it out on YouTube, put it on your website. There are so many other channels to reach your prospective customers and partners that, I think it's amazing, and it was kind of cool to kind of grow along with that. Let me. This is uh, Kelly. We'll get to, to kind of what's changed to you in a second, but this is to both of you. How how has that digital revolution, you know, call it what it is, that move from you know three quarter inch tapes and, and analog and reel to reel? And my first job in radio, I was still cutting. Uh, I was still cutting tape for crying out loud. Um, how has that? Not just, you know, like Don said, kind of, you know, allowed the DIY marketing, which actually you guys talked about last month on, your, on your, the show. But how has that um, sped up the process of marketing when somebody can, you can have a, a meeting today, somebody can have a meeting today at Bodio, at, you know, the Grand you know, AV, which is called now. And by this afternoon, they could have something out, Right. So how has that kind of grasped that whole fail quickly, you know, but also, you know, adjust quickly mindset? How has that helped manufacturers and also integrators in, in the AV industry? Well, I'll let Kelly answer that. But before I do, I think it kind of parallels the rise of like the 24-hour news cycle. Mm. Because when I was in college and starting out in, in the business world, that didn't exist. And then, hey, you know, Ted Turner's like, let's have a CNN and let's make news all the time. And then all these other things came up. And then we had, you know, wars that were 24-7. And, and then we had just the whole world has sped up, not just our industry or the marketing industry or the, or the advertising industry. But I think they kind of paralleled to give us this world where when something happens at CES in, Cal in Las Vegas or ISC in Europe, we want to know about it by this afternoon and we want to be able to react to it immediately. And that sort of thing wasn't possible even when I was in college. So it has definitely sped it up. It's also made it more important for marketing people and advertising people to sort of think ahead and kind of anticipate a little more what's going to happen and be ready with messaging and be ready with reactions to how their messaging is received. So I think that's pretty, pretty important now. Kelly? I would, I mean, I would definitely agree with that too. I think it's just it, like in my career, for example, when I first started out as a marketing assistant for a software company, I was there for less than six months and they let go of my boss, the marketing director. So I was 
there by myself trying to figure out how to do marketing and communications and public relations and events and all of these things with like honestly zero avenues to get help right like like there was nowhere to get help it was like trying to join these associations in town and find mentors and do all of these things and it was like so it was just very difficult to try and find help which ultimately forced me honestly to leave that position and go to an agency where I could get some sort of experience from higher level people, you know? So, so definitely just the avenues of learning and, and being able to Google what is a marketing plan, you know, stuff that you just couldn't do before. You'd have to go to like Barnes and Noble and buy a book or something, you know what I mean? So it was just, it was, it was frustrating at least for me, you know? And then all of a sudden, you know, social media comes around and, there's all these really cool creative avenues to, you know, to communicate your products or your services or your people and all these things. And you can start to get really creative and do, you know, really quickly videos or, you know, whatever the content may be. And then all of a sudden, I feel like in the last couple of years, I feel like people are just spewing, spewing content to everyone. And it's like, to me, it just is super overwhelming. I feel like in the last couple of years, I am, I am massively overwhelmed with just stuff to the point where it's, it's turned me off to where I don't want to, like I can't even look at it because it's too much and there's no strategy or framework behind it. People are just like sending out videos or, you know, let's post it on as many social media outlets as we can with no real thought or consideration of who they're trying to reach. And I don't, I don't mean to be negative. It's just like, it just is, it's very overwhelming to me. And, and, and I don't know if it's just this, like, like it's been kind of growing over the past couple of years. Do you guys see that too, where it's just, it's really hard to pick and choose what to listen to and what, what not to? I definitely do. If I can jump in on what Kelly said, a funny anecdote, and this is a true, true story. When I was with that first integrator and had no idea what I was doing in AV marketing and had no idea what social media was, because we were a small company, we belonged to, you know, we took advantage of resources for small companies, including the Department of Labor's Small Business Development Councils, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I don't know if they have them out in the Midwest, but here on the East Coast, you can go to your local business office of the SBDC and they'll provide like webinars, and, well, now webinars, but then you go to a class and right. take lessons on something. And they had a class a whole afternoon one time with a guest speaker on 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 Twitter and social media and free marketing, how to do free yourself marketing yourself. And I went to that sucker because I didn't know what the heck was going on. Yeah, that's, I mean. The funny part is, true story, the expert on social media that taught that and that encouraged me to get on Twitter and become AV Dawn was a party clown. (laughs) This, This guy's day job was a party clown, like for corporate events and kids' birthdays. But he was one of the first people in this region really active on marketing his skills his services on twitter and on facebook and things and so the sbdc was like well this guy's actually kind of doing what we want companies to learn he was our speaker so i got on twitter thanks to a party clown who (laughs) sbdc said come and learn social media and that it all sprang from it from that guy so (laughs) Did, did he do it dressed up like in costume 
he did not. He was wearing okay. a suit, but actually the suit looked like a costume because, you know, you, you, he just wasn't a suit guy. And uh, <laughs> he was a floppy shoe guy, I guess. But yeah, so, you know, this this idea of not knowing anything and having to learn it on your own, you know, I went to this little workshop with this clown, literally, uh, joined Twitter and started poking around the interwebs for blogs and things. And, and, and the thing I found that's a little more difficult now, but was easier then, was if you, you pretty quickly caught up on who the real experts were. And so started to follow people like Peter Shankman and Michael Michalowicz and uh, the unmarketer, Scott Stratton up in Canada. And some of these who are now the big names in marketing and advertising, um, Guy Kawasaki, I always get yep. the name wrong. Yeah, um, you know, all of these guys that have written books and are now like worldwide experts at the time were just dudes with blogs right. and some agency experience or, or whatever their work experience was. But they were kind of just dudes with blogs. And you sort of fo started following the blogs that knew what they were talking about, become, you know, their little devotee. And uh, <laughs> next thing you know, you're a semi-expert and like now everybody's an expert. And as you said, Kelly, it's a little overwhelming with so much content. But I think that that just shows the growth of the whole media, you know, in, in that regard that suddenly, yeah, we can all do this. And the message is caught on. It took 10, 20 years, but the message is caught on. You can do this yourself and, and uh, you can learn it just from looking at blogs. Yeah, absolutely. Good thing we have other skills in AV because <laughs> we're replaceable if you can read a blog. No, I, well, I, I would take slight issue with that. Some people... <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. All right. Um, my father was one of those. Um, so, Kelly, we'll, we'll kind of turn the corner here. Um, if you could could wave a magic wand, um, and and Don and I are both Potterheads. Um, if we if we had a magic wand, you, and you could do anything in the AV industry, what would it be? Um, I prepared for this, so I'm trying to think of how to say it. I think. If I could do anything within the AV industry is just, um, you know, we, there's just such that mind shift and I've, I feel it and I feel like I'm, and you guys probably are the same way because you're just a couple years older than me where it's, you know, we're, we're at that cusp of where the majority of the people that pioneered this industry are either no longer in the industry or are retiring really quickly. And some of them are preparing for that next generation, but a lot of them aren't. And I don't think it's because they don't want to. I think, I think it's because they don't know how. So I, I wish somehow we could come together as an industry and, and, and recognize that that's, that's a thing so we can keep the industry going. And I think marketing and communications is a big part of that because, you know, and this is the Ignite side of me kind of coming out where, you know, we need, we need people in the industry for this industry to continue. <laughs> and if there's no talent, you know, that's, it's going to be really hard to keep these companies going and not get, you know, eaten up by all those, you know, the IT companies out there. So if I could wave a magic wand, it would be, you know, to, to have this movement and have this some sort of process where, you know, we, we really personally and professionally take to heart that we want the next generation to kind of come up and learn all of these skills and be as passionate as, as they were and as passionate as the three of us are. 
sounds to me like you want to start the Embers to Ignite program at NCA <laughs> and bring in the people in the Ember phase of their career, partner them <laughs> with the, the kindling. <laughs> and that's actually, the really, hang on, no, that's a great, that, it was a really great name for that, though. Really, it is. Hey, that's why they pay me the big bucks. That is. <laughs> Kelly, you should take that and, and run with that. Feel free yeah. to take notes. Just send me a free t-shirt or something. I also had my friend say that we could also promote the opposite of it, um, where we want people to retire and we call it the extinguish movement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. <laughs> um, you've, got, you've got Hermione Granger's uh, wand. What are you going to do to the AV industry? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Tongue-in-cheek answer. I want to be Tim Albright. Oh, good I Lord. Be, no, nobody I, I want to be paid to just talk all day and go to all the cool shows and hang out with all the cool people. And, you know, of course, then I'd have to be a Bears fan. So, um, I'm and sorry, that's not I'm... a very good place to be this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, if, if I had Hermione Granger's wand, actually, I wouldn't want her wand. I'd just take her time turner. And <laughs> I would go back about 15 years knowing what I know now and take some more hard engineering and design type classes and get my D, CTSD sooner, which I'm thinking about trying to take this year, but it's, it's going to be a tough one, especially as I'm getting older, you know, but yeah, I'd take the time turner, spin it back, go back and take some more, you know, marketing and sales is great. I love it. I would not change that aspect of my career whatsoever, but I think I would like to beef up the hard technical side and be even more dangerous. You can still do that, you know. Oh, yeah. no, I plan to. I totally plan to. I just think it would be easier 15 years ago. Yeah, because as, yeah. as Dawn says, we're, we're roughly the same age. You're not that old. So. Thank God bless you. Love you. You aren't. Same age. You're not that old. So, <laughs> For those um, watching, we are recording on my birthday, so I'm feeling my are. age right now. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> But yeah, that, that would be my one magic wand, that and, uh, you know. Otherwise, I love our industry, and I love what we're doing, and I love the evolution we have. And, I mean, there, there's too much that I love that I wouldn't want to mess up. You know, you know what they say in the books, with the time turner, you don't want to mess around too much because bad things will happen and you'll screw up the future. Sort of, I wouldn't want to change a whole lot about our industry. So, I just you make know, myself. The, the butterfly effect, you don't want to jack with that too much, so. Exactly. All right. Uh, as, as we wrap up here, Kelly, I want you to, you, you kind of talked a little bit around it. I want to talk, want you to talk about your work at NSCA and, and what you're doing with the Ignite program and, and really what the thrust of it is and how people can get involved with it. Um, so the Ignite program is basically to help the industry with talent challenges. So we're working on um, kind of a grassroots movement uh, to just connect schools and students and new folks, attract new folks into the industry, whether you're an integration company, an end user, or a manufacturer. Um, you can get involved by getting in touch with me, or you can go to igniteyourcareer.org, which will officially be launching uh, by the time the NSEA Business Leadership Conference takes place by the end of February. Um, I think it'll be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. We've been working really hard on it, and it'll have... So much cool stuff that hopefully helps people. And, you know, I guess it's a very large task <laughs> to, to undertake. So I'm kind of, you know, is, if we can help a couple people out, that's, that's awesome. If we can help a ton of people out, that's even better. Uh, if you're having, 
you know, challenges finding technicians, engineers, basically any type of staff, give me a holler and I will do everything in my power to kind of help you, help you get, um, get some folks or at least get connected to the right people. Hey Kelly, just for my own curiosity, um, igniteyourcareer.org and most of the ignite things with NSA or that, is that just working with school aged and college age students or does that also work with like transitioning military or second career people? Um, it's, it honestly, it's open for everyone. We okay. want, we want, we want to keep, you know, the net wide. We're initially just going straight towards community colleges and vocational schools because I think we'll get the biggest bang for our buck to help all the organizations out. Uh, the fastest. So we're targeting them, secondary uh, universities, four-year colleges, tertiary high school, as well as uh, folks, you know, returning from the military, as well as people that just want to change, look at career changes. So it's open. But like I said, we're kind of targeting the marketing towards community and, and tech schools to start. All right, cool. Thank you. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I will give you guys back your, your show uh, for next month. But so thank you for letting me uh, just jump in here. And, and again, just again, wanted to get insights and the wisdom from both of you because you've been doing this a, a long time and you both had really a good amount of success. And I just wanted to kind of turn the tables and, and let people kind of hear from you instead of you, you uh, interviewing somebody else. So thank you both for letting me. And Dawn, happy birthday. Uh, thank you. And I was going to thank you, Tim, for taking the onus of hosting the show off of us for a month and giving us a vacation, even if we still had to be guests. So. I was going to say, you saw it talk. <laughs> yeah. Talking you, about yourself is <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ms. Avi Don, how do people find you if they are so inclined? And I want to wish you, well, by the time this post, a belated happy birthday, but a happy birthday nonetheless. You can absolutely find me on Twitter and most of the social networks at AV Dawn or Dawn Mead. And you can see me around various AV shows, definitely in Infocom. I don't know where else I might pop up, but you never know. I'm around. You're around. Worst case scenario, ask Tim and visit avnation.tv and check out mine and Kelly's backlog of shows. Yep, absolutely, please. And I, I mentioned the fact that, that last month you guys did one on, on DIY marketing, which I, I liked a lot. And a couple months ago, we did one on, on mergers and acquisitions and how to how to work through that, whether you were the acquirer or the, the, the mergee, I guess, the merger, I don't know. Uh, all right, Ms. Ms. Perkins, thank you, ma'am. How do people find you or NSCA? Uh, NSCA.org for the whole association. Uh, if you want to find me, it's NSCA underscore Kelly on Twitter and then Kelly P. Perkins on LinkedIn. And again, uh, if you're interested in getting involved with Ignite, uh, head to igniteyourcareer.org and you can fill out a form just to let us know what you're looking for if you want to help and volunteer or if you're just looking for some talent. So, Very good. Uh, my name is Tim Albright. As Don mentioned, don't follow me on the Twitters because at this point I'm still uh, uh, mourning the loss of the Bears in the first round of the playoffs from a kicker. At least you made the playoffs. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Uh, but go by the website if you would please, avianation.tv. Avianation.tv, you'll find this program and a host of others. While you're there, check out uh, our supporters, either folks who help us financially, help us bring you AV Social. And in about four weeks' time, good Lord, ISC, Integrated Systems Europe 2019, uh, next to the last time in Amsterdam. So we'll be heading out there. 
can bring you everything uh, from the rye uh, one, two more times, but this is the next to last time. So all that and more at avnation.tv. It's avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for AV Social. Mm-hmm.